He was a refugee at four, and now his voice is shining in a graphic memoir. When Omar Muhammad was a boy um, living in a refugee camp in Kenya, he loved children's books, but the school only had about three or four books that the teachers would bring out a couple times a year. Um, and on those special occasions, Muhammad said he would read the books uh, to the point where they were memorized. But now he's the star of his own picture book, a memoir, When Stars Are Scattered. Um, he is joining us now. He is a finalist in the 2020 National Book Award for Young People's Literature. And in September, just last month, he was named a finalist in Publishers Weekly Annual Kids Book Choice Award in the graphic novel category. Uh, Omar, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show and congratulations on these well-deserved accolades. Thank you so much for having me, Shalera. It is an honor to join you. And, you know, this book is targeted at middle schoolers, and it covers your life in refugee camps up to 2009 with your younger brother, Hassan, uh, when you resettled to the United States. Tell us about that journey. You know, uh, I always wanted uh, to share uh, to share my story because my story is a similar story like other refugees from from Afghanistan, from to Syria, Ethiopia, Somalia, Uganda, wherever those refugees are from. And the main reason I wanted to share my story was to, uh, we became, the refugees became some politics, some talking point for politicians. I've, I've watched so many uh, politicians talk about refugees and others who are so-called experts who have never been to a refugee camp or who have known who have maybe even uh, don't know any refugee families and they talk on behalf of us. So mm-hmm. I really wanted to highlight, so I really wanted to uh, to be a voice for the voiceless, a voice those can't share their story that because they don't have the resources or the capacity to do so. So uh, that is one, uh, one reason that I wanted to share my story. And my journey was this. I was born in Somalia when I was young, about four years old. There was a civil war in my home country. And then they would that civil law make us uh, to flee from our home country to a neighboring country, Kenya, where we lived as, as a refugee. And that is where a lot of people uh, lose uh, uh, the point is fleeing is not you don't organize, you don't plan, you don't say, let us go. In two weeks, we are fleeing. Everybody uh, gather your belongings here. No. When refugees are fleeing, they're fleeing right now. It's like for me and you now talking, everyone has to flee from where they are. If somebody's at work, they flee from work. If somebody's at school, they flee from school. If somebody is uh, uh, at the hospital or wherever they are, they flee. And that's what causes families to be separated. A family member will flee to Sudan. Another will flee to Ethiopia. Another one will flee to Djibouti. Another will flee to Kenya. And that is also some of the things that causes uh, families to get separated. And one the other thing is a lot of refugees lost their lives when they were seeking refuge. And we don't get to talk to those people. We don't talk about them. A lot of the millions of them lost their lives when they were seeking refuge. And the point is, we always complain the few who make it to the end, who make it to those refugee camps, who make it to the U.S., who make it to the... To, the, to Canada or to Europe, we complain about them and we talk about them. 
but we forget those who didn't get that opportunity. Now, how did you take the story and turn it into a children's book? I mean, you could have Omar, uh, you know, been an advocate and, and speaking, you know, on behalf of, of folks as a politician. You could have gone to Washington and, and done hearings. But you decided to speak to that little boy, Omar, to speak to the children, the Somali children. You know, and, and I was talking before you got here that if, you know, we have a large Somali community here in the Twin Cities. And I wanted to make sure that all the parents and grandparents and teachers and educators and counselors who have Somali children in their care listen to this interview because you speak to the little boy, Omar. What made you choose children's books as a way to tell this story? It's it's very simple. You know, children are innocent. They have done nothing. They are just harmless. They are very, very innocent. And they are also the future leaders of this country. They are also the future leaders of this world. So it is. I know. Uh, I know it is possible, but it is too late for me, someone who is about forty and above or thirty and above, to convince them. But for children, if I tell them, "Hey, this is me at four years old. This is me at five years old. This is what happened to me. This is what I went through, and that is why I, I became a refugee, and this is why I left my my home country, and that's why I came to to America." And I want them to understand that. I didn't choose to be a refugee. A more human being wants to be a refugee. And that is the last thing any human being wants is to flee from their home country mm. and live in a refugee camp or even live in a third country. That's the last thing any human being wants. Will you do, will you leave everything that you belong, every, every, all your friends, and choose to go and live in a refugee camp? Absolutely no. And that is the same for me. You know, my father owned one of the largest farms in, in, in our town. My mom was a saleswoman. We were what you what is called here a middle class family. They were able yeah. to provide for me everything and anything that we needed. But because of the war, because of the circumstances that happened to us, that is why we why why why, why I became uh, a refugee. And the children, you know, for specifically children from Somalia or refugee children, for example, who are now in the U.S. The one thing I tell them is the sky is the limit for you, for, for you children. If I can do it, me growing up in a refugee camp with limited resources, you, you here, you can do it. And you can be anything and anything that you want to be. You, want to be. you know, um, one of the things about the book that touched my heart is your brother Hassan. You know, I have three children with autism. They have special needs. And, um, you know, my son Brandon is, is nine. And one of the things that he dealt with um, in going to school was being picked on. He would come home with black eyes and, you know, his things would be missing. And, you know, at the time, he wasn't able to talk and tell us what happened or even who did it to him. So it just kept happening over and over again. And you talk about not wanting to go to school because as a big brother to your younger brother, Hassan, you didn't want to leave him at home um, because he also has special needs and you were his protector. Yes. You know, and I always say I am who I am today because of my brother. You know, he really, he he's, he's the person who has motivated me, who has pushed me so hard. I always wanted to be something for him, not even before myself. I always wanted to be a better person for him, a better, even before I can be a better person for, uh, for, for myself, for others. 
And my brother had the same as uh, the same problems or issues as uh, like like your son. You know, I've seen his clothes is stolen as other kids is stolen, and he can't tell he can't tell me who did it and where it happened. And he he was nonverbal; he can't talk. But for me, he reached in a level where even when he looks at me, I know I know what he's what he's telling me by glancing at him. He 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 understands me what I'm trying to communicate. Him. That is the level. We reached because we have been lived to uh, live together for for all our our all 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 the time, and uh, it is it is really hard, you know. And at at some point, you know, I was very close of giving up. You know, I didn't wanted to go to school. All I knew, all I wanted was to be with my brother all the time and all the time. Then, you know, thanks to our community uh, social workers that convinced me, that told me, hey, if you want to be a better person for yourself, you better get a better education so you can better help not only your brother, but you can also, uh, your community. I also would like to give a shout out uh, to Tol Salan, who now lives in St. Cloud, Minnesota. You know, he was the main person who really helped me go to school. That was mm-hmm. the community worker at that time. He now lives in, in Minnesota. Now, your book, we're talking to Omar Muhammad, uh, his book, When Stars Are Scattered, is being recognized nationally. Um, Kids' Choice Book Awards um, and, and Publishers Weekly and, and the National Book Award for Young People's Literature. Um, it, is it surprising to you that just sharing your story and sharing your journey has um been inspiring and so impactful for so many people yes i was really really surprised in many ways you know our book when it starts as scattered is also nicknamed now the graphic novel with 20 awards already in, in mm-hmm. one year with over 20 awards yeah i was really really impressed and surprised by it i've been emailed out all the time and uh you know i have also reached out by children I now I'm now the founder of non-profit organization called Refugee Strong. Ninety-nine percent of my donors are children. Ninety-nine. Wow. They always send their savings. They always I think even as late as this morning I received an email from a child who sent me I think thirty dollars. He said he has been saving for the last uh, month or so to donate to you. Like, that's like children helping another children. And I also get notes from those children all over the fifty states. I get notes from uh, Washington, Seattle to Washington, D.C., and even Alaska or Nebraska. I get all these notes. from. So I was really moved. And I'm, I'm surprised and uh, I'm surprised by it. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I, I just hope that any educator or parent or caretaker or social worker who is listening to this story and who has Somali children in their care, picks up a copy of your book when stars are scattered omar muhammad thank you so much for sharing your journey congratulations on all the awards and i appreciate you being on the shaletta show today thank you very much for having me it was a pleasure